Let him in today. He'll come in to stay. Open your heart and let the Lord come in. Somebody's knock, knock, knocking and it must be Jesus. Why don't you let him in? Somebody's knock, knock, knocking and it must be Jesus. Why don't you let him come in? Let him in today. He'll come in to stay. Open your heart and let the Lord come in. Hello, and welcome to stayintohisword.com. And I am your host. So glad you guys have decided to listen in again. And we have an interesting Bible study for you today. And we are continuing. Yes, continuing on our pathway to our theme. Yes. Romans 10, 17 is the theme, and Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And remember, have your word of God with you, your sword, the Bible, as we get ready to get into his word. And remember, if we stay into his word, he'll stay into us, that's for sure, because he is the word made flesh and manifest himself in spirit. Hallelujah. So let us go forward now in prayer. Dear Lord and Savior, we come to you today in prayer, asking you, Jesus, that you bless us to have an ear to hear. And we appreciate you so much, Lord, for all that you have done. We're thankful, Lord, for this platform, for this opportunity to be able to reach so many people in so many different places and countries. Thank you, Lord, for those in Hong Kong, China, Moscow, Germany, uh, of course, our local body here in the United States. We're so thankful that you're faithful. Thankful, God. Hallelujah for those other countries that I have not mentioned. So many. Thankful, Lord. Thankful for the listeners. And we ask that this word be shared abroad for those that have an ear to hear and for those that are in need. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray for this world and with this pandemic that we don't go backwards, but that we just go forward in the healing process, Lord. And we pray that you bless those in leadership positions, God, around this world, that they will lead and guide us in all truth and in the correct pathway, Lord, to healing of the nations. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. All right. Today, tonight. 7 p.m. Friday, Bible study tonight, unless the Lord takes over and we'll maybe do a little treaching, who knows. So if you have your Bible handy, which by now I trust that you do, uh, we're going to turn to the book of uh, Psalms, book of Psalms. So I'm going to turn my Bible there too. And we're going to go to Psalms 115. Hallelujah. And we're going to be taking our Bible study text from the book of Psalms 115. When you have it, say amen. Amen. All right. 115, chapter uh, 115, verses 3 through 8. 
But our God is in the heavens, and he hath done whatsoever he hath pleased. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses have they, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither speak they through their throat. They make them, they that make them are like unto them. So is everyone that trusteth in them. Dear Lord and Savior, we ask you today, Lord, that you bless us to have an understanding heart and be able to listen, learn, and apply to what we have here today at this Bible study. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And we'll continue reading now at this time. We're going to go over to the next chapter, Psalms chapter 116, and we'll read verse 12. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits to me? We're not going to be our average time tonight of about 45 to 35 minutes. We never know. Hallelujah. But we're going to drop some meat here on you. That's for sure. What shall I render? Render means to return. What shall I return to the Lord for his benefits, uh, his retributions? What if he, what is he, how should we do that? The return, retribution means to return. He made to my prayers and my faith that God gave us the benefits, hallelujah, uh, the punishments. Retribution means the punishments inflicted on someone as vengeance for wrong or a criminal act. But God, he did that for us. He took away that for us through his dying on the cross. Hallelujah. What can return? What can we return? What can we do to be equal to what he has done for us? That's a good question that we should ask. He spared his life that we may not spare it, but he gave his life so that we, the believers, those that want to live right, those that want to do the will of God, those that have a burden to reach the lost with the will of God, hallelujah, can, can, can do that. But what shall we do? Hallelujah. What can we return? What can we render? What can we give back? We can give back our sacrifice. We can give back our lives to him for what he has done for us. We can serve him in truth and in spirit. Hallelujah. We can stay into his word and they can, and, and people can hear. We can be a witness. We can let our light shine in this dark world so that they that are hungry will see the light shining and ask us, for what hope, why are you like that? And you can tell them, because of the hope that lieth within me through Christ Jesus who died upon that cross for my sins and for your sins and for the sins of the world. Hallelujah. Is there or a worth to gain as much as one can in this life? Hallelujah. In this life, we're always striving, trying to, to get more, trying to do better, 
trying to achieve more, trying to, trying to, trying to. And that's all fine and dandy. But what are we doing it? Are we doing it towards God or are we doing it towards other reasons for self-gratification and for self-fulfillment? Let us turn to Mark. The book of Mark, chapter 8. And as we get to the book of Mark, chapter 8, we'll be reading from verse 36. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? So what is the profit if you gain the whole world, but you're still lost? You still don't have the Savior active in your life. What is it going to profit you? If there is a profit, as the Bible mentioned, is it better than the lost? The Bible mentions it like this. It says, for what shall a man profit if what shall a man profit if he shall gain the whole world what is the profit in gaining the whole world hallelujah or everything that the world has to offer what is the profit we may live right a good life right now if we profit as much as we can in this world we may have the richest maids butlers the best the fanciest cars Hallelujah, be able to purchase, buy, do, and whatever. There won't be any limit in this life as to what we could do if we were to profit everything that this world has to offer. But if we could profit, we can even be the richest man or woman in the world. But what profit is that if we gain everything that we can possibly gain? Come on now and lose our soul. Hallelujah. There is no real profit in that. That's the whole point. Because our goal as Christians, as trying to make it, is to serve God. It doesn't cost that much to serve God. It just costs a little time, a little effort. Hallelujah. And a whole lot of faith. Remember the theme. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We have to keep that in the forefront. The Bible helps us towards God. There's Bible helps to help the afflicted, to help us in getting closer to God. Let us turn to Colossians. The book of Colossians. Oh, boy. Colossians. Right after Philippians. It's kind of tucked away in there and I got one hand here. Hallelujah. Got it. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 2. 
We'll start at verse 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Key verse right here. The cost is too much, you may be saying. But really it isn't. Because all we have to do is this. Set your affection on things above and not on things on the earth. So there it is. Affection. Set your feeling or liking and caring towards someone or something. Your fondness on things above towards God. That's what affection means. What are you feeling? What are you liking? What do you care about? Let us start changing what we care about. If we start changing and start looking and feeling after the things of God, hallelujah, it would be much easier for us. The cost is not too much. We just have to change uh, our direction, our way of thinking, and, and where we're putting all of our energy towards and and just what is our main focus? It's like it's like when you wake up in the morning and, and you're getting freshened up and you're practicing your personal hygiene before you leave out the door for work, rest, or whatever you're going to do, or just go around the house and down the hallway to the office, however, whatever your situation is. You're, you have a, a liking. You have You put your attention towards what you're doing to prepare and you practice that on the daily basis so we need to practice our attention and our affection towards god and that would help us greatly and the cost is not too much it's just changing redirecting our paths that's all it is hallelujah hallelujah and we can all do it because god wants us to And because being children of God, whether you're seeking God for the first time, whether you just happen to come across stayintohisword.com for the second or third time, this is all beneficial to you. And we need this. We need this to be closer to God. We have to realize that the cost is not too much. It's not too much to give up a few things to be able to serve God. And to live for God. This is a must. Remember, that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination to God. Hallelujah. Let us turn to James 4. The book of James, chapter 4. And we're going to read from verse 1 of chapter 4. We're going to read a few verses there. James 4, verse 1. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence even of your lusts that war in your members? Your members, remember, your body, the parts of your body. Ye lust, and ye have not. Ye kill, and ye desire to have, and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because you ask not. You ask and you receive not because you ask amiss. You're not answering for the right things. Your prayers don't get answered. You're prayerless. You strife. You're unsatisfied. You ask and you receive not because you ask amiss. That ye may consume it upon your lusts. In other words, you'll find a way to get it. 
any kind of way because you're lusting after it. You didn't pray after it. You're missing the mark on your prayer about the situation. Is it the will of God that you take that that takes place? Then he goes on to say, you adulterers, you adulteresses, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Hallelujah. That's why we need to put our affections. That's why we need to seek God first. That's why we need to be understood that God is our all in all. That word enmity is an interesting word. Well, words are interesting in themselves. If you just go and dig a little deeper, break out the dictionary and, and really look into and see what the word means. That word uh, enmity means hatred, but it's not just hatred one towards somebody else. It's a mutual hate, hatred. So there's a mutual hatred here. The world is at enmity with God and God is at enmity with the world. Hallelujah. Remember, friendship of the world is an enemy of God. Know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Enmity means a mutual hatred. It's not that God actually hates the world, but he hates the ways of the world. And God wants to bring us out into the light. Because darkness has no place with the light. Hallelujah. 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 We could gain everything in the whole world. But we could lose our soul. And then what's going to be the price? How do we get that back? It's too late. It's said and done. But while we were alive, we could say we had a great time. We bought, we ran, we played, we did whatever we wanted to do. But uh, the last curtain call, the last breath of life, hallelujah. Are you right with God? Do you feel like you did everything that you could do with God, for God? Do you feel like that you gave it your all? Put it that way, that you, you gave it your best shot, my friend. But God's going to help you through it. He always does. He's there for us through thick and thin. He's there. Remember the woman with the issue of blood we talked about last week, 12 years. And remember Jairus' daughter who was on to death, 12 years old. One could have died and the other one was on to death. And whichever way it goes, Jesus stepped in. Both of them. 12 years was involved there. It may take you a while before you get touched by God, before you have the faith to touch God, before you even believe. Remember, Jarius, just believe. Jesus said, just believe. Jesus said about the woman with the issue of blood, your faith had made thee whole. Hallelujah. Because of Jarius' belief and the lady's faith, a miracle took place. Do you believe that you can live for God right now? Do you believe in this Bible study that we're conducting right now that that something can take place in your heart, that your affections can be changed? What you're really working towards can be changed? Where is God in the picture? Hallelujah. 
We got to put God in the picture. You know, sometimes you walk into somebody's house and they have this big old picture in the living room or in the family room and people sit back and, hey, look at that big picture. It gets all the attention. Hallelujah. Maybe it's a family portrait. Maybe it's a portrait of yourself. But people, visitors notice that picture on the wall. Jesus wants to be that picture on your wall. He wants to be noticed by you. Hallelujah. He wants to be your foremost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to Luke. You know, Matthew, Mark, and then Luke. We're going to be reading about this rich guy. See what we can share about this rich guy in the book of Luke. Luke chapter 18. And we're going to read quite a few verses. So we'll start at verse 18. Reading from the book of Luke. Hallelujah. And a certain ruler asked him, speaking uh, to Jesus, called him this, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Well, there's something right there. He called Jesus good master. Hallelujah. And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? None is good save one. That is God. Now, that's a message all by itself. Hallelujah. This young ruler believed that he was good. And Jesus is straightening him out, letting him know that his deity of his deity. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor thy mother and thy father. And he said all these things, he meaning the rich young ruler. And he said all these things I have kept from my youth up. Now, when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing. Sell all that thou hast and distribute it unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And then, I just put the word in, but, and come follow me. This rich young ruler, Jesus, acknowledged, yeah, you, you, you've, you've kept all these things. He, he, he understood that. You didn't commit adultery. You didn't kill. You didn't steal. You didn't bear false witness. You didn't lie on somebody. You honored thy mother. You honored thy father. However you did that, you may have given him a gift at Christmas time. You may have said, hello, I love you. Is there anything you need? You did whatever you could do to honor your mother and father. But there's one thing that you lacked. Sell everything. How serious are you about Jesus? Now, I'm not telling you to go out and sell everything. No, but there's an example here. Jesus was testing his faith. Jesus was putting his commitment to how bad do you want to get to heaven? What are you willing to do? Are your affections being changed? This rich young ruler, a young ruler, had money coming out the ears, had his life set. He was prepared, ready to go. Hallelujah, can buy whatever he wanted, can do whatever he wanted to do. His affections was there. It was there in the worldly things. Remember, we talked about that in James 4 and 4. But Jesus said, you got it all. But this one thing, 
There's one thing you have to do. You got to show me how serious you are about making it in. Sell all that you have. Just give it away. Now, there's been times in our life, hallelujah, that we gave some things away. Praise God. I, I remember one time I had a nice little car, old car. We gave it away. Trying to help some people out in the family. Praise God. But I tell you what, we're far from being rich. Far from being rich. And we're still far from being rich. <laughs> but we gave it away. Praise God. So there was some, there's a, a, a condition that had to be met here. Now, some things, some blessings come are conditional. And some are non-conditional. For this man, hallelujah, uh, to inherit eternal life. This was a conditional situation here. He had to give some things away. He had to show that how serious he was in making it in. Now who's, <clears throat> and the Bible goes on to say in verse 23, when he heard this, he was very sorrowful for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, how hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God. You see the attitude switched. The attitude switched. The, the rich young ruler came to him acknowledging who Jesus was. Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? I did it all. Yeah, I got money. I didn't commit adultery, didn't kill, didn't steal. I don't bear false witness. I honored my mother. I did it all. Hallelujah. Because he said, I've kept all these things I've kept from my youth up. But when Jesus told him what it was going to take, oh, change of attitude. See, when we have to, when we want to follow Jesus, it is not too much because we can't inter inherit eternal life. The cost is not too much. It's just where we put our affections, where we put our desires. This guy's desires, he was sorrowful when Jesus broke it down and told him what he had to do because the Bible says he was very rich. But he was a young guy. Maybe he was just born with the silver spoon in his mouth, you know, just inherited this stuff. Who knows? Bible doesn't say that, but he was a rich, young ruler. Now, he went away sorrowful. Man, I have to give up all this to inherit eternal life? I have to live a lesser lifestyle than what I was living before to inherit eternal life? And that may not be the exact case in your case. That might not be your situation. But I believe that we can maintain a certain lifestyle, but we just can't put that above Jesus. That which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination to God. I'll say that again. So if we just have to have a right balance, you can live a wonderful life. And you just have to have Jesus where he belongs. As we used to say, on the front burner and not on the back burner. Make Jesus our all in all. Put Jesus out in front. Hallelujah. Talk about Jesus. Think about Jesus. Read his word. Stay into his word. Pray fast. Hallelujah. And just let Jesus be your all in all. Amen. So you can have nice things in this world as we know it. But we just can't let this world take preeminence over Jesus. It can't. It just can't do that. 
That's not the way it's going to be. Hallelujah. Verse 25. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they that heard it said, Who then can be saved? Now, you see that it, it flipped. The, the, the script changes. There's there's another part brought into this here. At first, it was just the rich young ruler that was doing all the talking. And you see the conversation was going back and forth between the rich young ruler and Jesus. But obviously, there were some other people around in this, I would say, it was like a crowded situation here. Maybe four, five, six, ten, twelve, who knows? But there was more than just a rich young ruler because Jesus said all them that heard it and they that heard it said they implying that there's more than one and possibly three or four. Hallelujah. And they that heard it said who then can be saved. Wow. This is a hard thing. This is a hard saying. Hallelujah. If this guy has to give up that, and perhaps these other people have less to give than this rich young ruler, then who's going to be saved? Who's going to make it in? Hallelujah. Who's going to inherit eternal life? Jesus said, and he said, these things which are impossible with man or men are, are possible with God. So we can't do it on our own. We can't inherit eternal life on our own. We can't buy eternal life like in, in the book of Acts about the sorcerer who tried to purchase the Holy Ghost. We can't do that. We got to come to Jesus correct. We got to humble ourselves before the almighty hand of God. We got to come through a repentant lifestyle. We got to change some things in our life. We got to put God first in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's got to be our all in all. The cost is not too much. Is this, are you willing to pay the cost? That's the answer. That's the question. Are you willing to pay the cost to follow Jesus? There's a song I like to insert right now. I, I just It just came to mind. And it goes a little bit like this. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. So there's a decision that has to be made in our lives. Each and every one. I had to make that decision. And you guys heard my testimony how I was drinking Hallelujah. And God set me free. He set me free. Yep. From that prison bar of alcoholism. And he can set you free. And from that prison of affections misplaced. Hallelujah. He can do it for you. Jesus Christ was our substitute for our sins. Hallelujah. Yeah. He died upon that cross for your sins in mind, but he came back alive just like he said he would. Let us turn to First Peter chapter two. 
First Peter. Oh, hallelujah. Chapter two. We're in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 24. We're going to start at a 21. For even hereunto where you were called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. And who did no sin, neither was, uh, neither was guile found in his mouth. Verse 23. Who? When he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. Now, here's what I wanted to read. Verse 24. Well, I wanted to read it all or else I wouldn't have read it. Verse 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins, shall live unto righteousness by whose stripes we or you, ye, were healed. Hallelujah. Let's go. Might as well finish it off. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. So you see, even through all this, hallelujah, the author, Peter, in the book of first Peter, even he says, hallelujah, that you can return to your, to your, to your, to the author. You can return to him that gave up his life. He bare our sins, the sin bearer. He was a substitute for sins. Whose sin, his own self bare our sins. Hallelujah. In his body, he bared the sins for humanity. Hallelujah. You may have a problem on where to set your affections, but set your affections on the one that bear the sins for humanity. The one who bared your sins. The one that died. Hallelujah. He was alive. He died and he came alive again and he's alive forevermore. Death, hell and the grave has nothing, no hold on Jesus Christ. And I'm a firm believer today that if you're born again of the water and the spirit, as we've talked about before, hallelujah, that Jesus Christ, uh, since he took the keys and held captivity captive, hallelujah, that we will be able to rise in the newness of life and live with Jesus Christ forevermore. Hallelujah. And show the way for others to live for Jesus Christ, just as you can. Let's go to Galatians chapter 2. We're going over to Galatians chapter 2. That's backwards a couple of books here. Galatians chapter 2 and 20. And it says this, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He gave himself for you, my friend. This not my life. Hallelujah. We crucified. We died with Christ. 
Christ died. We die when we're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins. It's not that I live yet, not I, but Christ that live in me because we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, the spirit of life. It lives within me. Hallelujah. And we're living by faith. Remember Romans 10 and 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, which just happens to be our theme for, uh, I don't know. I just feel impressed to keep it going. Hallelujah. Romans. Let's go over to Romans. Chapter 6. We're going to read chapter uh, verse 2. Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. I just mentioned that, uh, hallelujah, back in Galatians. I brought that to pass, hallelujah, how we died with him, hallelujah, already mentioned that. Let's go over to Romans 6, uh, we're going to read 6 through 7. Knowing this, chapter 6 still, knowing this. That our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. We have to change our affections, my friend. Hallelujah. We have to change because if we're free, we're dead from sin. We can no longer serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. So we have to die off to these ungodly affections. We have to let these ungodly affections just go by the wayside. Scripture tells us to submit ourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I could put it in another term, in another way to make it a little easier to digest. Submit ourselves to God. Forget the world and the worldly ways. We can see where they're going. And if you've been living for God or if you're just new coming to God, give Jesus six months if you're new coming to God. Give him six months. Hallelujah. He'll make a remarkable change in your life. And you'll see the errors, the, the errors, the ways of the world and the direction in which they're going. You'll notice that there's they're going nowhere fast. Hallelujah. Old habits have to go. The old things just got to go hasta la vista. Bye-bye. We got to get rid of those things. Let's go to the book of Matthew. Chapter 19. Book of Matthew chapter 19 and verse 29. It says this. And everyone that hath forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive a hundredfold, and shall inherit everlasting life. Oh, whoa, what? You see that? Shall inherit everlasting life what was that message to the rich young ruler huh you had to show some dedication some consecration some sincereness now he's not saying that you know uh, actually give up literally give up everything but through your loss 
through your priority in these things, you're losing the high stature. Remember all that, which is a bomb. Uh, uh, what's that? All those which is highly, all that which is highly esteemed is an abomination to God. That, that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination to God. So through your loss and highly esteeming the things of the world, you're gaining eternal life. Hallelujah. Godliness, godliness, godliness is profitable. Hallelujah. It's eternal life. Praise God. Somebody ought to be happy about that and say hallelujah. But you can gain through life, uh, through loss. There's a very prominent Bible, uh, a character, I guess I could say, Job. And I know some of you have read the story of Job, but if you haven't, I in, uh, encourage you to spend a, a good solid day, a couple of hours out of your day, and read the story of Job. Job lost it all. He lost everything that he had, except for his life and except for his wife. Hallelujah. But through his loss, Job gained. Let me say that again. Through his loss, Job gained. Hey, didn't we just read somewhere that all this happened for an example? Hallelujah. God's word, it comes back around. It encourages us. It interprets itself. This Job's life was an example that that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination to God. Now, Job wasn't, he may have been highly esteemed in those days. Hallelujah. But God was using Job to show Job, hey, Job, you're going to set the bar. You're going to set the example. You're going to raise the bar, if you would. Raise the standard. Hallelujah. Praise God. To show mankind is going to come after you, Job, that through your loss, that there is going to be a gain. Job just, uh, I was almost told you, spilled the beans, can't do that. But Job did gain at the end. Our gain is going to be heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Our gain is going to be a better life upon the face of the earth while we're still alive and breathing. Our gain is going to be a committed life to Christ Jesus where his blessings flow down from Calvary and we feel them in our hearts. We feel them in our minds. We feel them in our soul and strength. Our blessings is going to be the gift of the infilling of the Holy Ghost for those of you who are listening for the first, second, third, fourth time. Share this with your friends, relatives, and neighbors because they all need to hear, hallelujah, that it, the cost is not too much because through the loss, you gain more. So the cost is, hallelujah, is not much at all. It's not much at all. You got to lose something to gain something. Praise God. Let's go to Mark chapter 8. And we're going to start at verse 34. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them. Now, now this is about what Jesus did. When Jesus called all the people to him, hallelujah, unto him and his disciples. So there was Jesus and the disciples. 
And Jesus called the people and said, hey, look, I got something to tell you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. And that's what I've been doing here since November or December of last year. Before COVID, God put this on my heart to, to launch this. Uh, hallelujah. To go live. To take into his word live. Uh, so that many hundreds of thousands of people make this word available. Because everybody needs to hear the word. Hallelujah. So when he had called the people unto him with his disciples, with his students, also he said unto them, whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. The cost is not too much. Through loss, there is a great gain. Hallelujah. We got to deny ourselves. We got to pick up our problems. Hallelujah. Toss them to the wayside. Follow Jesus. Hallelujah. And we'll gain life. Good master was the question that the rich young ruler asked. What shall I do to inherit eternal life? The cost is not too much. My friends, it just depends on where you are willing to put your affections. So today, Friday, hallelujah, right before the weekend. I know many of you may not hear this until the weekend. Hallelujah. But I pray that you do hear, you do share this with somebody because this is, this is good. This is, this is good. When you really get down and when you hear what the spirit is saying to he that hath an ear to hear, this is this is steak and potatoes. Hallelujah. This is that lobster that you like and your shrimp. Hallelujah. This is that fried chicken with mashed potatoes and gravy. Praise God. This is that cornbread. And for dessert, we're going to top it off. Come on now. Somebody, we're going to top it off, and you know what I'm saying, with some German chocolate cake and some peach cobbler and a big old giant glass of cold milk. Praise God. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Lord and Savior, we're so thankful for this opportunity to share your word Jesus. with those that have been faithful to stayintohisword.com. We're believing by faith, God. By faith, because faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen. And so then by faith, we hear the word of Master, God. Hallelujah. And help Savior, us, Lord, to listen, Jesus, learn, and apply your word to our lives so that we can do better in this life so that we can obtain eternal life. Don't forget, we'll be back on Monday, we'll be back on Tuesday, and we'll be back on Friday. We're just waiting on you, just like Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody said amen, and we look forward to meeting with you again. God bless. Jesus. Jesus.
Jesus, there is something about that name. Fill it with all your heart. Master, Savior, Jesus, let all heaven and earth Something about